Happy Wednesday morning. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ hanging out in, I think I don't know where he's at, Tokyo, Vancouver, somewhere. I don't know. You have the AJ app. You tell me. I don't have the AJ app. I just you follow do. him on Instagram, and that's where I get all the nitty-gritty details. So, AJ's in the studio this morning, and AJ, I want to do a little testing of the moral compass first thing this morning. Why? Because it's, it sounds like fun. I had a late night. I'm exhausted. What is the moral compass testing? I want to know whether things count as stealing or not, because I know what my opinion is, but this is a new survey that people are coming out with that are like, no, this isn't stealing. Yes, this is stealing. And I have a feeling that you and I will probably answer the same on most of these. Mm -hmm. AJ would be one that I think would be very interesting to get the answer from because AJ and I disagree on this kind of stuff all the time. That's not probably a good thing. No, it's not. It's not, I think it's, I'm in a good realm of things, but you know. Sure. Anyway, so say the cashier fails to scan an item. Okay. You don't mention it. Is it stealing? Yes. Yeah, 100%, right? So 63% of people say that it's stealing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? When they fail, when you fail to mention that they gave you too much change back, is that stealing? Like if you say, if they give you like, it depends how much change we're talking about. If it's 30 cents, I don't care. If it's $3, I care. Right. Okay. I get that. I get that. Because usually I don't count out like the pennies and stuff. Usually it's yeah, like, oh, here you yeah, go. I'll just go. And then you just go. And you don't even like, think oh, about it. They gave it. me 45 Shoot. cents Right. More. Right. I'm not going to go back. If I notice it, I'll give it back. If I notice it, I'll go back and give it back. But if it's like cash, if it's like change, like coin change, yeah. I don't ever notice that because kind of stuff. Because a ton of times I'll just give them like, you know, it's 48 cents and I'll give them like 60 and I'll say just keep the 12 cents right so I'm just getting it back right uh how about <clears throat> this this is like baffling to me you scan an onion instead of an avocado at self-checkout to save 50 cents is that stealing the answer is duh the answer is duh it's not well, okay well, I was just thinking is there a difference in price between an avocado and an onion if yes. there is, and yes. Yes, you scan an onion instead of an avocado at self-checkout to save 50 cents. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never scanned a vegetable to self-checkout, so I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. But then, uh, but I mean, hearing that, yes, right. immediately. So only 73% of people say, yeah, that's stealing. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Really? Like 26% of people are out here like, or 27% of people are out here like, meh, no. Now you tell a friend that they left something at your place, but they never pick it up. So a few months later, you just start using it. It's still well. Well, it's, it it's is, hard. But it, isn't. it is, but it isn't because you're still waiting for them to come pick it up. I, so I would say borrowing. If you never give it back, if you never have the intention after using it to give it back, because for me, like if someone McCall, leaves a have you scarf, done this? yeah, I have. I had a friend okay. in Vernal that left a scarf, and then she moved to Texas, and so then. I mm-hmm. kept it because I would have kept it. I yeah. used it. I was like, sorry. Yeah. And if she comes back and gets it, give it to her. Yeah. How about this one? Because I see this one all the time. Mm-hmm. Memes on the interwebs, right? You tell a joke that your friends assume that you came up with. You actually read it online and you don't correct them. Is it stealing? Okay. Say that one one more time. I'm sorry. So you tell a joke that your friends assume you came up with. Yeah. Right. You actually read it on the internet. You don't correct them. Is it stealing? No. I don't think so. No. Everybody sees it on the internet. They're going to see it on the internet but, anyway. For example, on my sports radio show, when I quote stats and I find it on the internet, I'll say source by 
whoever so and so right yeah and then right. I'll, and then I'll it's quote like that a, stat because I, like I didn't come up with it no and I do stat threads for Utah State games and I'll be like credit to the media relations department for coming up with the following numbers right right anyway you can answer on any of these if you'd like to hey, if can, you think it's stealing you if you tell think me it's which not. ones AJ would say no to or disagree basically with you with. all of them really uh huh no way yeah yeah nuh uh mm-hmm. We've had conversations about people giving you extra cash at the grocery stands if they ac- accidentally mm. give you extra cash and mm. what you do with it. And he said, I just keep it. I call it karma. No way. I'm like, absolutely not. Back. I, I call uh, it. I call it. I worked in retail and I know how big of a how big of a pain in the neck yeah. and possibility of getting fired that is. Because of, yeah. And by the way, one time I, mean, I walked out of a store with something that I just totally spaced out and paying for it, went home. Realized I didn't Turned pay back for around. it. Got back to the yep. store and I was like, hey, I didn't pay for this. She goes. Oh, that's really nice of you. And I was like, what do you mean it's really nice? Right. I didn't this pay is, for it. This is this is common human decency. I don't know. I'm shocked at the I'm shocked at the numbers. I'm shocked at what people think is stealing and what people think isn't stealing. AJ, no way. Yeah. Wow. AJ, however, is in the studio filling in. Thanks for coming in this morning. Now, a lot of people are very upset because there's an advertisement that has gone viral because of the exercise bike company Peloton. It shows a lady getting a bike for Christmas, spending a year progressing, quote unquote, from super in shape to like super, super in shape, basically. And a lot of people on the Internet are very unhappy with this advertisement. Personally, I don't get why people are unhappy with the advertisement. I think it's a great thing. Um, But the video basically is like, oh, you got me a Peloton. Wow, thanks. And then she does this whole progression thing. It's I I think it's a sweet video, but people are like. It's not okay to buy somebody exercise equipment for Christmas. Now, as somebody who's been trying to spend this year getting in shape, getting into better shape, uh, taking better care of myself, I would love like a Peloton or like a treadmill or like a something, like a nice piece of workout equipment like that. Because I've already got like all of the, the weight stuff at my house, but I don't have like a nice cardio piece of equipment. Dustin, are you listening? Dustin bought me a nice coat for Christmas. I'm good. I don't, I don't, Dustin bought me a nice coat for Christmas. She needs a Peloton. No, I don't, no. But I just, I don't understand the frustration that people are having with this commercial. So I guess I'm, I'm in the camp, used to be in the camp of absolutely not. Never buy me exercise equipment because I will be offended by it. And then I grew up and I think that's just what happened. Like, I just grew up and I was like, man, that's a really nice gift. And I just can look at it now and say, wow, this is, you know, have appreciation for it or or whatever. But I want to know, would you be happy or would you be insulted to get workout equipment as a gift? Okay, so I don't see the problem with getting workout equipment for somebody as a gift. I do not see an issue with, with that at all whatsoever. You know, and, and Ajay, Ajay, you're married, right? Yeah. Okay, so... You wouldn't have a problem with like purchasing that. I mean, no. Relatively speaking, uh, I mean, again, you gotta you gotta take in consideration of like the situation of right, you're right. Well, of course, yeah. But what? Okay, look, I'll just get to this point. I feel like the way the commercial brought it out that if for a gal who is already incredibly fit and skinny, and then right, they're like, oh, let's buy her more ex- exercise equipment. And then she takes a video of it and Right. I don't know. I love it. I think I think the I video was bothered by the video, not by the idea. 
See, I don't, the, and the video part of it, her her taking daily video doesn't doesn't bother me because everybody vlogs now. That's how a ton of people make money, YouTube-wise. Tons of people make buku dollars. I mean, you look at some of the people that are videoing every single day, making over $20 million just with doing their vlog stuff. And I, I, I think it's great. I really do. But I want to know, would you be happy? Would you be insulted to get workout equipment as a gift? Ajay's in the studio to help you team up, figure out which dumb criminal is from the lovely state of Florida. You ready for some headlines, Ajay? Let's redo it. Headline one, man arrested in a stolen Chevy truck driving to bail out his brother for stealing a Chevy SUV. Or at least they keep it the same, the same vehicle, right? We're out there, brother. Yeah, sure. Story one, story two. Guy breaks into a Hyundai dealership, loses his pants, steals a generator. What? Yep. And story three, police arrested a suspect with a crime pays tattoo on his forehead. Yes. I have no words. They're hard to identify Uh, sometimes. Yeah, I have no words. Bailey, I don't know if you know this or not, but Ajay is undefeated. So we could call him like, I guess, an expert, right? When it comes to Florida or not? Undefeated. Okay. So do, do you think you can team up with him and figure it out? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. We got story one. Some guy got arrested on Friday for driving a stolen Chevy SUV. Three hours later, his brother was on the way to bail him out for driving a stolen Chevy truck. So both of them arrested for driving stolen Chevy vehicles. It's the thought that counts. I I guess special connection between siblings here. I just, I don't know what's going on. That's story one. Story two, authorities were on the lookout for a man with a generator and no pants because a suspect broke into a Hyundai dealership, lost his pants, and stole a generator. While navigating through a itty-bitty little hole in the wall. Apparently that was the only way to get through, was to lose the shorts. Well, I don't know if he got his pants back. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. There's story two. And story number three, police finally arrested a guy yesterday after he got away during a high-speed chase on Friday. And when they caught him, they found out this guy has a tattoo on his forehead that says, Crime pays. Sure does. Great. Uh, crime pays in jail. I think this guy's about to find out what tattoo looks like every single day that's been lying to him for his whole entire life because, uh, you know, jail. Anyway, Bailey, there you go. We got three crazy okay. stories. All right. Mm. So, Bailey, let's let what we think about this. And again, it's Florida usually has the craziest, most weirdest criminals. Is that correct? Yep. <laughs> I mean, when, when you think about that, what story stands out to you the most? Which one? Um, hmm. Should we go story number two? Hmm. Yeah. I like story number two. Bailey likes story number two. Our final answer is story number dos. It is story number two, Bailey. Yay. Congratulations. So I am, uh, I'm going to say maybe a victim here. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's hanging out somewhere. AJ's in the studio right now. AJ, I am a victim to food. I love food. Good for you. So much. Thank you. Question mark. Now, as a lover of food, you like food too, right? Do you know how much money we spend on snacks every year? Like, okay, yearly or monthly or daily? Um, yearly. Uh, a little over 300,000. A year? Who's making $300,000 a year? That's hilarious. Are you talking about individual or combined? 
Snacks. Or individually many- or combined. Money. Okay, you're not. You can't make. You can't spend three hundred thousand dollars a year on snacks if you're not making three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yes, you can. No, you can't. As a, credit cards exist. Are we talking I get about that. the world? Or are we talking no. about just us? All? Just, uh, just you. That's what you need to clarify. Well, well, you said, are we talking about combined? No. Or are we talking about? I wasn't sure what you were saying because right. I'm. I thought you were saying household. No, Gosh. you yourself. Okay, you, fine. Yourself individually. $2,000. No, $479.44 a year. Oh, that's it? Yeah, which averages out to about $28,766 over the course of your entire adult life. That's not bad. On snacky snacks. I'm being dead serious. That's not bad. I know. You want to know what the number one vote getter for snacks is? What? French fries. That's not a snack. <clears throat> that's not a snack. That's a <clears throat> lunch food. Sna- or well, dinner food. If you just buy, if you get French fries by themselves, or snacks is a snack. Donuts is a snack. The little mini Oreo cookies is a snack. Rice Krispie mm, treats yum. is a snack. Mm, Gummy worms is yum. a snack. Gummy bears, licorice, Tootsie rolls. I like all of the all of the snacks. What's your go to snack? <laughs> My go to snack. I really love. I- I really love grilled cheese sandwiches. That's so that's like my snack. that's like my bummer food. You know what I mean? That's not a snack. It's like my bummer food. You know what my snack is? Steak and potatoes. No, that's not a snack. Okay, that's... well, neither is grilled cheese. Grilled cheese sandwiches isn't a full meal. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, if you make one grilled cheese sandwich, it's not you a meal. You are full. No, you're not. Yeah, I, I make one grilled cheese and I'm stuffed. Well, I'll give you a high five then for a lack of a stomach because if I have one grilled cheese sandwich, I'm like, mm, I could go for another one right now. No way. Yes way. Grilled cheese is not a snack. Are you calling me fat? No, no. Don't you dare do that to me. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. My mom is listening and she would be livid if that grilled was- cheese, Grilled cheese sandwiches, that's my that's my kind of snacky snack. I, I enjoy snack. those as, as snacks. Well, then let's just go for like a guilty pleasure type food. Because, Muddy buddies. Sure. Let's just go for emotional. Let's go for an emotional snack. When you're an emotional okay. wreck, what do you go to to snack on? My- because mine, grilled cheese sandwiches. The one that brings smiles to my face because it has a smile Goldfish. on its own face. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I also really like for emotional foods. I'll do like peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my I just that, I mean, heck, <laughs> that is not a snack. It is too. That's this is that my is emotional. Not- listen, this is my emotional snack. You go to it's an emotional lunch. It's an emotional snack. Which is why I gained weight, okay? This is my thing. We are ratting ourselves out. Cheetos, crunchy or puff? Puffed. Depends. <laughs> if I'm doing the uh, the flaming Hot ones, I'll do the crunchy ones. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, there's puffed of? Mm-hmm. Really? I don't like them. Huh. I don't I like them I wouldn't much. like those either. Mm-mm. It's weird. It doesn't sound right. It's like, mm, airy but spice. I don't love that. cheese, PB&J is not those snacks. Those are emotional. Snacks, listen. trail mix. When you're emotional- Ajay, the question is, when you're emotional... Which I am. What do you go to snack on? Muddy Buddies. Hook me up. I will make grilled cheese sandwiches every day of the week. Do you put ham on it? Sometimes. Mustard? Sometimes. I'll do it with... Okay. I'll do like a mayo wow. mustard. I'm, I'm really fancy. I do like a mayo mustard barbecue sauce mix. We have more in common So than I mix you all think. three of them. Huh. Fancy. AJ McCall in Utah's VFX this morning. AJ's not here. AJ is here, though. And we've been talking about snacks because I like them and I like eating food and I enjoy snacky snacks. And one of the snacks that I think we forgot, AJ, is cookies. 
Because I like cookies. Cookie! Yeah. What? Cookie monster. Did you know today happens to actually be, what, National Cookie Day? Yes. Yes, I did actually. Okay. And Let's... I am uh, I'm thrilled. Also, same. I wish What's I had your National favorite... Cake Day. Uh, well, that's coming up. What's your favorite kind of cookie? Oh, chocolate chip. Hands down? Not even close. Not even like any other? No. Really? No. Really? No. Really? No. Like no. like homemade no. chocolate chip? No. Does it, it well, matter where I it's will from? not eat homemade chocolate chip cookies. So, because they got are it. incredibly okay. gross. Okay, got it. So, Ajay says chocolate chip cookies. Everybody taking notes. Ajay says chocolate chip cookies are his favorite, but he will not eat homemade chocolate chip cookies because they're gross. So, do you not actually like cookies? Are you just making this up right Whoa. now? No. You watch your language. There are kids I'm listening right words. now. No, there are children listening. So I said, defend I yourself. W- I defend myself. Uh-huh. I will eat chocolate chip cookies from uh, the store. Okay, I'll eat the ones. Uh, oh, what are the soft ones? They're at grocery stores. I can't Ew. remember what they're called. I'll eat them. Chocolate chip cookies. I I eat Subway. Chocolate Just chocolate chip cookies, chip cookies are the best. Okay. Um, I'm really kind of shocked by this. Just. I'm Why taking, like chocolate chip cookies? Bit. What's your problem? No, what are the, you trying to say? No, just that that's, the, that's your favorite because there's a lot of other really good cookies out there. What do you mean that way? That's a, my favorite. Okay, what do you mean you're shocked? What's because, your like, favorite? It's a toss up between red velvet, no peanut butter cookies, or sugar cookies. I can't do sugar cookies. Really? Are they just uh, too sweet? Yeah, it's I, too I, much for me. I, sometimes they hurt my teeth, so I can't really do it. Um, because my teeth are really sensitive, but I love, love sugar cookies, sour cream, sugar cookies, by the way. So oh my good. gosh. That sounds horrible. No, those are the best sugar sour cookies. cream. Mm-hmm. They make them the softest. They're so good. Okay. I'll most make some overrated cookie. Ooh, oatmeal raisin, white chocolate <sighs> chip, or white chocolate macadamia. Cookies. Yeah. I love white chocolate horrible. macadamia nut cookies. Or double chocolate is just not no, necessary. No. I like the like the chocolate batter with the white chocolate chips. Those ones are okay. Okay. I like those ones a lot. M&M uh-huh. cookies are also delicious. Those, those are good. Those ones are good. Butter cookies are also delicious. Shortbread cookies are so good. And the no-bake cookies are the worst cookies ever I don't ever like no-bake cookies. Made. I do not like no-bake cookies. You bring no-bake cookies into my house, I boot you out of my house. My mom used to make no-bake cookies all the time, and so we would eat them all the time, and then I just got like super burnt out on them. <laughs> I love cookies. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go home and make some sugar cookies. Dustin's going to be thrilled. Ajay, we need to tackle a problem because somebody has sent me a message asking me for some advice. If you ever have questions, if you ever need advice, you can always message us at Utah's VFX across all social media. This message coming from, uh, his name is Clay, and his daughter, Lena, she's 12 years old. Mm -hmm. They say she's a good kid, but going through some super crazy preteen hormone action right now, raging Big time, he says. When she gets herself into trouble for for being a little jerk, he says that she knows she's been like beaten in whatever, defeated in whatever it is. She wants to fight back, and she'll go somewhere alone in the house, basically, and try to mess stuff up. So oh. after a fight they had last week, he went into the bathroom and found toothpaste smeared all over the toothbrush and the sink. All over his toothbrush and like sink. Okay? Yikes. Again, she's 12. So he says it's weird quasi vandalism, but I guess it feels good that she's, quote, getting back at him. Anyway, yesterday after a 
there was a there was an argument between her and her mom and he said it was a roundabout scorched scorched earth o'clock that she marched into the living room and started taking down the Christmas tree. So now if there's one person in his house, he says, who's more of a Christmas person than him, it's her, Lena. So she stopped herself after she got third of the way dismantled because he assumes that she realized, holy crap, I'm taking down the tree and I don't want to. He found her trying to put the decorations back on, knowing a good thing when he saw, he saw one, he said he stopped her and told her, nope, you're not putting it back on. I want you to see the pile of ornaments on the floor that you left on the floor because you threw a fit, basically. I'm going to let you see it every time you walk by it this week. In the words of his mom, he says, think about what you've done. He wants to know, are there other kids that do this kind of thing? Because he feels almost defeated because he doesn't know what to do. Because sure. his, his 12-year-old kid is just being kind of kind of a little jerk yeah, and doesn't know what to do. You know, he says there can't really be many kids who do this weird revenge thing that his daughter does. So if you've got a story of your kid doing some weird revenge thing like this, we want to hear it. I'm sure I tried to get revenge on my mom. I say, was that you when you were 12? No, I don't think so. I was a goody. I was pretty. Kid. I was pretty good. I was I, a very kiss up kind of kid when I was 12. I back talk. I mean. I didn't even do that. I, I'd, I'd back talk under my breath and then it'd be like, what'd you say to me? And I'd be like, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> we got asked a little bit of a question on how to help. My friend Clay sent a message about his daughter, Lena, kind of being a little, just a little punk. She's 12. She got frustrated. She keeps getting messed up. She tries to, quote, get revenge on her dad, basically, if they if she gets in trouble, so like she smeared toothpaste all over the place on the toothbrush, all over the sink. She decided to start taking down the Christmas tree, got a third of the way down, realized what she was doing and was like, oh, no, why did I do this? And we've been getting messages about how this guy should handle this. We've been getting messages on how people's kids have been naughty like this revenge of the children is what we're gonna call it and you can still join in on the conversation 68255 the number to text start your text with vfx or you can call 435-787-0945 but somebody sent in a message and said geez she kind of sounds like a little grinch and i was thinking about that a little bit from the grinch standpoint what's the grinchiest thing that you've ever seen You've okay. ever been a part of. Well, let me share Maybe. something with you. Okay, right? do it. Give you the 411. Share me the brown mama. some great, great. I hate Christmas with a passion. No, you don't. No, I really do. What? Yeah, I hate Christmas. I can't stand it. I hate the holiday. Why? I hate the season. Why? What What do you mean, why? Okay, first I mean, of all, why? there's snow and it's freezing. Right. Secondly. Win- that's winter, it's, though. It's, okay, like, and there's all this expectation upon the holiday. Right. You, right and the commercialization yeah, more it so just doesn't ever live up to the hype um i do love <laughs> giving i love giving right. i really really that's, love it that's important amazing. but i i like i just get incredibly grumpy and angry during the season have you ever tried like i don't know meditating <laughs> i'm not no i'm not getting to your whole meditation clinic don't stop <laughs> no 
I'm not going to sit in my car and meditate over here and that, walks over to me in my car. Are you okay? Yes. Anybody, I'm anybody in the world that needs it, clearly it's Ajay because he's over here Whoa. thinking, why, why would I do that? Don't knock it until you try it, son. I did. I tried Christmas for 20, 30 I'm talking about now. meditating, you hoser. Right? And, and I'm not doing it. I'm not going to be. In fact, I love the Grinch. I love. I'll tell you what, though. Do you know what makes me cry? Is the Muppet Christmas Carol, little tiny Tim, mm-hmm. gets me every time. I cry every time. It's a puppet. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's the grinchiest thing I've ever heard said. I love no. a Christmas Carol. I love a Christmas Carol. I have seen many. No, you don't. No, you don't. Many a Christmas Carol, just because I don't like the Muppets. You just diss Kermit Jr. Kermit Jr. can get over it. Like, I want to know what the grinchiest thing you've ever witnessed has been. We're talking maybe thing, maybe like stolen parking places, maybe somebody parking in the wrong spot, hashtag park narcs, being rude, maybe the boss saying you got to work today, whatever it may be. Maybe it's a Scroogey situation. Maybe it's a Grinchy situation. Maybe it's McCall Taylor. <laughs> it's not McCall Taylor. Look, I don't dislike Kermit the Frog. I would just prefer to go watch a Christmas Carol at I don't know a theater or. I've never the box at the pond. I've never liked the Muppets, and that's just what well, it is. Well, you're a Grinchy so. Grincher then. I'm not because you're over here like you dissing on Christmas all in sucker. all. No. Tis the season for Scrooges, right? It's AJ McCall and Utah's VFX. And we want to hear about your, maybe your Scroogey stories, your Grinch type stories, situations where people have kind of ruined your life. And Dallin's actually on the phone. Dallin says that he's got one. Tell us all about it, Dallin. Me and my friends were at school, your Ridgeline, we're we're just chilling. And uh, we see this open parking spot. There were three open parking spots. And this truck, this Chevy, I'm not sure what it was. I think it was a Chevy truck, just pulls up and takes all three of them parked sideways. Oh, wow. That's, that's All three of them. That's the D-bag move. Wow. I am, like, at a loss for words. What is that? It happens. I mean. Does it, it really? Yeah, it shouldn't. It does. That's why we have park narcs. That's why people end up narking on people that's parking awfully. Good point. So that we can clean up clean up parking in the valley. One terrible park job. Well, two terrible park jobs at a time. So we're talking a little bit about first impressions. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX with the debate at eight. AJ's in the studio filling in because AJ is gallivanting somewhere. I don't know where. Doing the adventuring. But AJ, with first impressions, did you say that you make a good first impression on people? Uh, ooh, I don't know. 50-50? 50-50? Yeah. Okay, what do you think some of the mistakes you make uh, first impression-wise? I'm too bubbly. Okay. Yeah, I'm too bubbly. I'm too like, hey, how are you? It's so good to see you. Tell me about yourself. Instead of being like, you know, just chill. Oh, okay. That's why girls have ran away from me for all my life. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Top five things that we're doing that make terrible first impressions. We're talking job interview-wise. Do you want to guess, Adam? Do you uh, want a running start? Like, like, what gives them a bad impression of the top five? Is that what you're you've, asking? You've made a bad impression at a job interview. Top five ways we've made bad impressions, first impressions at job interviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, not bringing a resume? I'm That would do it, but that's actually not on there. Oh, okay. Uh, don't shake the hand 
of the not on there either, but also good. Okay, help me here. Forgetting what the company did. <laughs> no way. Forgetting the company's name. <laughs> no, what? Not showing up at all. Makes a bad impression. Showing up late and then uh, forgetting the interviewer's name is another one. Number one, worst thing. And yet 40% of us are like, yep, done that before. We're talking awful first impressions for the debate at eight this morning with AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. And some of the things that you're doing to make awful first impressions include things like, I don't know, having a terrible job interview where you forget what the company did. Maybe you forgot the company's name, didn't show up at all or showed up late, or you did like my one friend did, who made a post actually on Facebook and said, good news, I had an interview today with Kevin. I felt it went really well. And my chances of being cast in this position are are quite high. Used his name throughout the interview and audition process. Let him know his name was important. We had the connection. Bad news, his name's Devin. Oh. So uh, whether my friend is going to get this job position, whatever or not, I'm not really sure. Uh, but we all do it. You know, we all kind of mess up people's names. My name's McCall. That's AJ, not AJ, because AJ's not here. AJ is in the studio. Have you ever done something like this, AJ? You forget the name. You say the wrong name. You make a bad impression that way. I've done it on dates. Like, I'll go on a date, and then, like, two days later, I see the girl, and then I totally forgot her name. I'm like, happens. Hey, I'm AJ, and she's like, yeah, I, I know. We I know. Day, like, today's going, like, oh, oh, we did? I feel really bad because people will come up to me, and they'll ask, they'll talk to me and start talking with me, and I'm like, I'm McCall, by the way. They're like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, I don't man. know your name. I'm so sorry. I've, I'm so sorry. I used to be really good at names, AJ. Really, really, really good at names, but alas, I am no longer all that great. Names Now, if you want to make a good impression on people, they say eye contact is very important, right? Sure. They also say handshake is important. Conversation is important. Paying attention to like what somebody is saying is important. And uh, being willing to go the extra mile is also important, especially if you're looking for an impression for a boss. Maybe? Yes. Like this kind of a situation. absolutely. I'm not sure how I feel about this kind of a situation. So there's a lady who's reached out and said that she is so sick of her boss asking her to Google stuff. Like, hey, can you Google what day Thanksgiving is? Hey, can you Google what what time this opens? Can you Google what time this is open on Saturday? Now... She says she's annoyed because you can Google it yourself. Okay. You also have a Googler. I'm not the only one that has Google. So would she be wrong to just tell him to do it himself? Uh, no, like everybody has a role in their, in, in their workplace. Everybody has mm-hmm. a role. And like on sports teams, everybody has a role in what they're doing. So are you saying her role is only to Google things? Her role is only to Google what time Thanksgiving starts? What time the football game starts. That's 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 her role. Well, if that's what she's being asked to do. She's being asked to Google things. Like she gets paid to Google then. I just I think it's dumb because it, it what what it ends up doing for her, it hinders what she's already doing. Cause yeah. she will be doing work and her boss will come over and say, What time is this? What time does this start? Hmm. Again, it's a role. <laughs> no. I wanna know, is this 
leaving a good impression, obviously. She wants to be a good, have a good impression for her boss. Should she just keep doing it? Or is it something that you think maybe the boss should just do it himself or she should say something about it? By the way, I've got a really good celebrity story who messed up his first impression oh, in boy. an audition. Oh, no. And nearly messed it up for his career. Now, we've been talking about leaving good impressions for the debate today with AJ and McCall in Utah's VFX. And one of the things that leaves a good impression is remembering people's names, you know, shaking hands, eye contact, all of that good stuff. But AJ over here has a story about a celebrity that maybe made a bad impression, could have lost his job forever and ever. Are you a fan of The Office? Sure. So, of course, Jim Halpert, John right. Krasinski, right? Yeah. In his audition to be a part of The Office, which he loved the British version so, so very much. Yeah, because it's he's, good. He's sitting next to an individual, and the individual had asked him uh, if he was nervous. And he says, quote, Not really. You either get these things or you don't. But what I'm really nervous about is this show. I just love the British show so much, and Americans have a tendency to just really screw these opportunities up. And I just don't know how I'll live with myself if they screw this show up and ruin it for me. The man then introduced himself as Greg Daniels, the show's executive producer. So then John Krasinski just started panicking. Well, yeah. So I threw up in my mouth and was like, I got to go outside. He goes outside and then finally when it's his time to audition, he goes into the room. He then recalls, quote, I went into the room and everyone was laughing at me because I was such a moron. And everyone's like, look at this idiot that told you the show is going to be ruined. Go for it, kid. And weirdly, because they were already laughing, the room was already warm really ready to go, and I just did it. And they called me out to L.A., and I tested there. And, of course, he ended up getting the gig because, right. thank goodness, Jim Halper as right. John Krasinski Could you even imagine? was a beautiful matchup with I, uh, Jenna Fisher. Yeah, I love John Krasinski. He's such a good individual. So before you go into a, a interview and someone sitting next to you... Bite your tongue. <laughs> make sure they're not like the CEO or uh, yeah. someone a part of the company already. Yeah, I think that's just like common knowledge forever and ever it should be common knowledge like just make sure you don't say something dumb like not that not that you should always you should bite your tongue but uh just just think before you speak it's a new thing that i feel like a lot of people uh don't use Mm -hmm. so do the thinking before you do the speaking new music from tones and i it's called dance monkey on utah's vfx with aj and mccall and aj's in the studio this morning i need a little advice sort of this came in a version of a message to me the gist is basically this lady has been using a legit dating app Okay. And all of the relationships seem to be ending after about a month. Now, she keeps getting ghosted. The guy she's seeing right now is starting to drift away. And before he goes, she wants to ask him, like, what's the issue? Like, is it me? What's going on? What am I doing wrong that I could be doing better for future relationships if this one's not going to go well? And she's wondering, is it bad to ask is like an exit interview type thing. No. Like, is it is it weird to ask in no, a relationship? Not at all. Because like a lot of people, I feel like it's it's. I don't know, kind of maybe ending the relationship itself, if you ask, almost because it's not like they've been together for a long time. This is just like um about a month. Oh. And so it's like I just don't know. Yeah, that's. Matt, that's a great question, McCall. I know, but I, 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 but I don't think it's bad to ask. I think you want to be better. 
well, of right? course. for your next relationship. So of you, course. But also, don't expect them to be honest with you. They might just say, right. well, it's not no, you, it's, it's not me. it's not you, it's me. Well, the whole but, thing. but you want to know. You want to know to be able to learn. One of my favorite questions, because uh, obviously I'm... I'm applying this as a job type thing when it comes to like exit interviews. One of my favorite questions whenever you're in an interview type situation is if I don't get this job, what can I do to improve myself for the next opportunity? Right? Same kind of thing. They'll be honest with you too. Right. They'll tell you. Job people will be 100% honest with you. But humans, I don't know necessarily will be honest with you when it comes to like a relationship. No. Because Uh, that's... uh -uh. That's what this lady is kind of struggling with. She doesn't know if she asks this guy, hey, what's the issue? I know that the relationship seems like it's kind of fizzling out, but I want to be able to like figure out why this keeps happening over the course of however many months that it's been. And that's fair enough. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong. In fact, I think it says a lot about the person or herself. I I agree because you want to grow. I think I think it means a lot. But I don't think that the situation will play out nicely. I don't I don't see situations where you're asking why somebody dumped you playing out nicely. If you've ever had a conversation with somebody after you've been broken up with them and you've asked what what caused the relationship to end, I want to hear about it. I really do. So when it comes to jobs and when it comes to leaving jobs, usually you get like an exit interview type situation. It's Adrienne McCall on Utah's VFX and I've got a message from a lady who wants to know, is it weird if she has an exit interview type situation with her now relationship really it's they've only been together for like a month but each of the relationships that she keeps getting into they keep like fizzling out the same way that this relationship is fizzling out and she wants to ask this guy before he leaves hey help me like I want to be able to improve myself I don't want to like make you stay here or anything along those lines I just I want to be able to know how to improve myself and what to do better and is it weird if she asks for like an exit interview type situation? Now we got a message that came in. You can join in on the conversation. 68255 is the number to text. Just start that text with VFX. Said relationships are all about communication. You know, practice makes perfect. Have an open, honest conversation. Say, look, I feel like we started out strong. I feel maybe we're drifting apart. Do the compliment sandwich, you know? You do a compliment at the beginning. Look, you're really nice, but you kind of suck, but you're really great, right? That's how the compliment sandwich works. So say you think he's great. Maybe you feel like you're just not the right people for each other and see what's wrong with you. I just, I don't know how the, how the situation would go because we got another message that said the last time that I tried this and I tried to ask what happened how the relationship ended now granted it was after the relationship was already over and what the problem was it blew up and the person and said individual ended up having a massive come apart about this whole situation well uh, yeah you got to expect that it's not going to end well but you got to be able to handle like if you're willing to well, ask and to find out you're you got to understand there's going to be consequences with that of course but the conversation ended up leading to um verbal spat if we will and it it just didn't turn out well turns out the reason why I said individual they they've given me permission to share their story the reason why I said individual ended up getting broken up with was because they left everything out places 
everywhere. And as somebody who is a messy individual, me, I get that. I get that a lot. I leave stuff all over the place. And I was just thinking about this (laughs) earlier. Uh, I sort of leave... I, I do makeup. I play with makeup a lot of the times and I sort of leave my eyelashes places. And so there are like random places that oh. like my, cause they're, they're just glue on eyelashes, right? Uh, okay. It's not like my actual eyelashes. I'm ripping them out one by one. You never it's know. Just, no, it's just like glue on eyelashes. And so I'm, I'll leave them places. And sometimes they scare me because I'll just put them together. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, that's a massive spider. Oh my gosh. Oh, just kidding. No, it's my eyelashes because I'm irresponsible and I can't put things away in places that they belong. What's something that maybe you leave out places that you always have left out places? I, I'm i very clean. I'm a clean freak. Okay. That's okay. Do you have like situations where other people leave things places that they shouldn't? I have friends who make that mistake every now and then. But it's not like where it's too big, where it's so distracting to me, though. I mean, look, one or two or three things on the floor or couch isn't going to bother you. We're talking like clothes. Yeah, we're talking like you can numerous leave, things. You though. can leave like clothes out. Um, I leave bobby pins everywhere. I don't know why. You I don't know what know. bugs me the most? They just randomly when, appear. You know what bugs me the most and when, is when cooking materials are left out. Dishes. Me too. I, Whatever, I just put it away. Yeah, I have to put my dishes away like every night. They have to be washed and put in the dish. They can be in the dishwasher. That's fine. Like if the dishwasher's running or something, I don't want them out on the counter though. I don't like them out on the counter. I don't like them in the sink. Are you ready for all of that new year, new me stuff coming up? New year, new me? Yeah, it's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's in the studio filling in while AJ is on vacation. You know, everybody always does this. 2020, new year, new me. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to do this stuff. I'm going to set New Year's resolutions, blah, 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 blah. Right, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Everybody's all over the social with it. I just call it a resolution. I don't call it new year, new me, though. Well, everybody, it's it's a social media thing. You don't do the social media. Anyway, we have a new prediction on... The trendiest foods of 2020 based on people's ordering trends off of Uber Eats. Find it interesting, but I just just think that these are already things that have have come and gone, I guess you could say. Like, if that makes any sense. I mean, we're going to find out I'm not a trendy eater just because I think that I am because I ate a salad with quinoa three times in the past two years. Number one, most trendy food of 2020 prediction, starfruit. Have you ever had starfruit before? I don't even know what that is. It, it looks like a star. It tastes kind of like lemon-lime type uh, a thing. I don't know how to explain it. It's really, I think it would be really good for like an upset stomach. I had it when I was in Guatemala and it was really good. Fresh starfruit. It was, it was good, but it was just kind of like, meh, I don't know. Squid ink is number two. I didn't know that was a thing. And number three is collagen. What's collagen? It's like, I don't, I don't know how to even explain collagen. It's like a, let me double check real fast before I tell you the wrong thing. I never heard of these things. Am I really that out, like, out of place with the world? Collagen, it's like a, it's a structural protein. Okay. So Makes people take like your- the supplements and stuff for it. Anyway, those are like the top three. We got Brussels sprouts on this list, which is interesting. 
We've got bone broth. So time out. Hey, really quickly, and forgive me here, but is Uber Eats like where they just deliver it to you? Yes. You order something? Yes. So you order something online, they pick it up, they deliver it to you. The crap. It's the coolest thing in the world because it's not just exclusively for this restaurant, that restaurant, or the other restaurant. You order online for whatever restaurant it so happens if I went to be. And said, I need to get a hamburger from this place. They go get me a hamburger and yep. bring it here. But then I have to buy the hamburger and then pay the driver for You just me. order it online on Uber Eats. It's it's a delivery fee. You have to pay a delivery fee. It's like you 30 can, bucks, isn't it? No. They don't have like minimum orders. I think they do. I think it has to be over like $5 or something along those lines. But it's like you make the order on the Uber Eats app and then it, I'm surprised that you've never heard of this before. I just, like yeah, I, shocked really. I, I used the Uber for the first time I was in Ohio for the NCAA tournament or for a basketball tournament. And, uh, and I mean, it was the first time I ever used an Uber. Right. But I've never, and then so I came home and now everyone's like, Uber Eats. Well, yeah, basically you just, you just order it and then they will, you just order it from their app and you just pay it one place and then it just. They're gonna, now they're going to have Uber rental for movies. No, because we already have Netflix and Disney Plus yeah, and never Hulu know. and all of the other things. So with it being the end of the year, obviously we have a ton of end of the year lists. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's filling in because AJ's doing the vacation thing. There's actually a list of the top 10 most downloaded. This is just solely iPhone um, based iPhone apps of the year. I'm sure there's going to be one that comes out for like Google or the Android, whatever all of the different um, operating systems are. But this is just top 10 most downloaded apps of the year. We'll go from there. Do you want to take a stab in the dark? We'll go top five. Uber Eats. No. Uber Eats is not on there. What? No. Come on. They're... You just bragged about it for 10 minutes, and now they're not even on a top five app? Uh, no. Okay, fine. Uh, We're talking social media, most of these. Oh, okay. So just, just so you know. Well, Instagram. Instagram's number two. Facebook. Facebook is not in the top five. Well, that's because people moved on with their life. Correct. Twitter, Twitter is... Not on here. <gasps> tick, uh, what's it? Uh, clock? Tick, clock? TikTok. TikTok. TikTok is hey, number what four. what is that, by the TikTok way? TikTok is my favorite app that exists Why? right now because it's fun. What, what's fun? <laughs> because what there's no politics on it. Well, what does it do? So it's just videos and you just scroll through videos basically. And so you scroll, you you post things, you watch the videos. Lots. It started out as musically. I have a whole, I am big into the social media stuff. For those that don't know, love social media, pay a lot of attention to it. TikTok is one that has a quick turnover. And so a lot of like the, the attention is just very quick, very much like Vine. Okay. Very similar to Vine. Did you ever have Vine? I don't even know what Vine is. You don't know what Vine is? I know what another, Red Vines are. No, oh, Vine's so another good. social media, but it was like you could only shoot six second videos. What would be the point of that? Why? They're hilarious. I'll show you some. Okay. But TikTok's actually number four on the list of the top about, 10 most downloaded um, iPhone apps of the year. It Tinder. was the It was the biggest jump on the list. It was 16 in uh, 2018. <laughs> so jumped massively. Tinder. Tinder is not on there. What? Yep. People realize it doesn't work. You're missing you're missing big ones here. What do you mean big ones? Social media. Okay, uh Twitter. You already said Twitter. Uh oh, oh, uh what about the one that uh You're using it over there. I am? Yeah. Twitter. No. YouTube? Yes. Number one. What? YouTube is number one. 
the number one downloaded iPhone app of the year. And rounding out, well, I guess Snapchat's number three and Facebook Messenger's number five. What? Snap? What is Snapchat? Snapchat. Okay, and what does Snapchat do? You I feel like I'm talking to my grandpa right just, now. Do you like, just take a... Well, I'm old enough You just to have be. conversation. This is where a lot of people end up actually having conversation. People don't text anymore. Snapchat is where a lot of people communicate rather than texting because I literally feel like I'm having a conversation with my grandpa right wait, now. Wait, no. Well, because I'm old enough to be your grandpa, it seems like. Oh my gosh, whatever. So, wait a minute. So, wait. Snapchat's where you take another six-second video of you and no, you send it to somebody? No, you can message. Like, you text basically. Why don't you just use your regular text message? Because people don't like giving out their phone numbers. Oh my gosh, that is the dumbest thing ever. I don't, I don't. You, you send a message to somebody. Yeah. How do you send it to them? You just get on Snapchat and type in their name or something? Yeah. Like if you have them in your contacts, you just send them a message, but it's easier that way because then if you don't want to talk to somebody, you just like stop following them. You can't, like rather than texting where if you don't want somebody to be talking to you, you have to completely change your phone number, block your phone you number, get a new number phone number. Them. Well, you can block your number. But the thing is, is that people always find a way around it, which is why people are using fa- things like Facebook Messenger and Snapchat to communicate rather and, and Instagram to communicate rather than actually texting. OK, so here's what I'm going to do. Oh, boy. I'm going to TikTok my mom and then snap face her. With a message to you sound send ridiculous. her uh, nope. a, a Vine. Nope. I'm shutting your idea down right now because Vine died. Vine doesn't exist anymore. It Wait, doesn't exist it like anymore. Wait, was top six app or something? No, TikTok was number four. TikTok is a similar to Vine. It's a similar type app, style-wise. I just... I <laughs> Vine's only existed for how long then? Vine was only around for... A couple years. I don't remember. And red vines have been around for like 25. Red vines are disgusting. You know, I can really appreciate people that are trying to get out there and do better in the world every single day. It's AJ and McCullough on Utah's VFX. Ajay's in the studio this morning and we kind of been talking about it since yesterday was Giving Tuesday, which means that you were supposed to give back to some sort of a charity or just do something to give. Now, don't tell me. Did you do something yesterday, though? You don't have to be. Don't give me the details. Uh. Yes, I did. Okay, so I did. did. So, that being said, trying to make the world a better place one day at a time, Canadian guy placed a dog that he hit in his car in his passenger seat, drove it to work because he wanted to make sure that this this dog was okay, wanted to find its owners, but he had to go to work. So, once he got it to work, a coworker told him, It's not a dog, that's a coyote. What? So he scooped up a coyote and he put a freaking coyote in his car. Well, it was hit, so it was vulnerable. Uh, like, the coyote could have done some serious damage. It just chilled in the car, though, until well, the wildlife official showed up. It was hit by a up. car. What was it well, going to do? Well, yeah, but, like, it could have done something. Usually, dude, coyotes are mean. Yeah, but he's hit. <sighs> he got struck by a vehicle. Anyway... <laughs> I can't believe that this is really a story. I always see this joke go around on Facebook, right? You always see the joke. Oh, I saw this guy. I thought he was cold. Anybody happen to happen to actually own this dog? You know, I see this joke on Facebook. The meme goes around every year about this time. But this actually happened in Manitoba, Canada. Nice 68-year-old man. Wanted to save this dog that he had hit with his car, but it was actually a coyote. 
rested in the Hyundai until the wildlife uh, officials came and picked it up. They ended up taking it to an animal sanctuary that is called Wildlife Haven in Canada. And they say it's perking up day by day. Oh, yay. Which is good. But, like, uh, what? I don't know how it's been mistaken. He's 68. It's, it's a thought that counts. Yeah, sure. Good. VFX's Facebook roulette. It's how we end every day. It starts with being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor. Usually AJ Knight, however, is on vacation. So AJ's in the studio filling in for the AJ and McCall show. So that being said, AJ doesn't have Facebook. I have Facebook. So I'm going to spin. I'll end up winning by veto. AJ just gets to say when. That's a great, great noise. Uh, I landed on my friend Rick's post. It said, let's be honest. Who has the cutest dog? Post a picture of your pupper. Oh, we'll get it shared on the VFX Facebook page. And yes, yes, I expect to see a picture of your dog. Just saying, because I love them. Now, if you miss any of the show, you can always catch it wherever podcasts are available. Just search for Utah's VFX. You can also search for AJ and McCall. And you'll be able to find it there as well. Hopefully, today turns out well for you. Hopefully, you uh, drive safe. You turn on your lights. A reminder, you know turn what I'm on gonna your do? lights. What are you going to do, AJ? I'm going to go home, and I'm going to get uh, a red vine, and then get on vines and do a six-second video, send it out to the world. AJ. Then, no, sh- and then post it on uh, Snap, uh, snap, what is it, snap uh, Chat, and then uh, get onto my Instagram and take another video and another video, and then edit those two videos together. And people are going to be so woke about it. That's great. because They are going to be woke. That's, that's great because the social media is very important right now. Yeah. I have no words to say. So uh, find us on me? social media. Yeah, sure. What's your handle on uh, Instagram? On, uh, on the clock, it's... Uh, it's on a, the clock? Yeah, it's uh, AJ Salvi. And then uh, on Instagram. Everybody follow me on Instagram, AJ Salveson. Please follow me. Okay, great. So you can find Utah's VFX across all social media, just at Utah's VFX anywhere social media exists. And until tomorrow for AJ and McCall, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.